What can we learn from some of the losing trades that we have in our portfolio? Examining your trading performance on a regular basis can really help to better understand your behaviors. Other factors that could be influencing the outcome as well. So let's take a deeper dive into the ways that we can make some better buys and better sell decisions at times as well. So joining me now is a pro, Mark Item, Regional Investment Strategist at Charles Schwab. Mark, I know you've seen it a million and one times, and there's ways that we should be trading and not. So why is it so important to take a look at our losers, our losing trades? Well, thanks, Nicole. It's good to be here. And uh, I would start with, as part of your investing process, monitoring your results. And one of the best ways to do that is look at all of the different trades you have open as well as those you've realized, and examine the losing trades. If you export your data and you can put it into a formula, and where most people will get caught up on is their win-loss ratio. Okay? And that's the number of times we bought something thinking it would go up and we were right versus uh, those times we bought something and it went down. And yeah. everybody yeah. will do everything they can to avoid the losing trades but yet that can really help turbocharge our, our results by limiting losses. I know, Mark, that when you look at your – so I think you really cap – you know, capture it correctly. People just say, hey, I had a great week or a losing week. And they don't really, really delve into it. And um, part of mm -hmm. the discussion is about what kind of trades are you making, the order types, the time frames, the trade size. So tell mm -hmm. us some ways, and you can use those examples. Obviously, they've come from your notes here. Um, some things that we really need to go through at a high level when we dive it deeper into each one of these. Tell me a little more about some of the style things that we should be considering. Okay. For, I'll make a distinction between longer-term investing, for instance, your dividend-oriented holdings, your long-term growth holdings, things you want to own for months to years. You don't really want to use stops with those, I don't believe. Instead, use a price alert so that if it drops below a certain level you've identified, you get an email, you get a text, you get notified. But this is the key thing, it doesn't automatically sell your stocks. Now for short-term, intermediate-term traders, where you want to hold things a few days to a few weeks, like a swing trader, or a few weeks to a few months, you, know, you don't have as long to own that, so it can't go as far on the upside. So I really emphasize protective stops in the market on every single trade. If you focus on limiting and cutting your losses, you know, your average dollar loss compared to your average dollar gain, in my mind, is far more important than the number of wins, the number of losses. Hmm. So you're looking at that. So when you're calculating your performance and you're drilling down on these losers, um, is there some sort of pattern that we should pay attention to? Because I think you made a good distinction between mm -hmm. what you should be doing on the shorter term versus the longer term. Because we want to finish as winners. Yeah, and the, the reality is we can't avoid losing trades. I mean, Warren Buffett is arguably the greatest investor of our generation, and he owns stocks like Kraft Heinz and Wells Fargo that haven't done that well. In fact, they've probably been pretty good-sized losers for him. So the point is, if Warren Buffett can't get it right all the time, you and I don't have a prayer. You know? So we will have losing trades. We have to accept that a loss is just part of doing business. 
yet we want to focus on minimizing those losses. And what techniques can we use, like stop orders for short and intermediate term traders or price alerts for longer term investors, to let us know when something's dropped uh, below a certain level? And I would contend a long-term investor should rarely, uh, if ever, suffer more than a 10% loss. I'm sorry, excuse me. Long-term investors very rarely suffer more than a 25% loss. And short to intermediate-term traders rarely less, rarely more than a 10% loss. Right. Again, you don't have as long right. to own things. They can't go as far on the upside, so you've got to be more disciplined. But if those levels are violated, yeah, it's kind of like Mr. Market tapping you on the shoulder and yeah, this one's probably not going to work. You might want to look elsewhere. Right. So just as the final takeaway, so I fully understand here, you, the number one thing you're saying is calculate your performance. There's a ratio that you can help investors to do this. Is it, just as our takeaway, I know you discussed a lot of different ideas here. What, when we leave this interview, what should we remember? Well, oh, thanks for putting that up. That's great. You have the number of trades where it worked, your winning trades, divided by your losing trades. Uh, this is your so-called win-loss ratio, and that's what most people focus in on. How often was I right? That middle factor, on when I have a winning trade, on average, how much do I make? How disciplined am I at letting my profits run? Divided by the, the mirror image, how disciplined am I at cutting losses short? You multiply those two together, that gives you your total profits divided by your total losses. And my, uh, my Captain Obvious moment here is we want that gain number to be bigger. But if we really focus in on just one thing, just one thing, you would be limiting your average dollar loss. That's it. Mark, great conversation. I, I always enjoy when we get the chance to pick your brain over your years of knowledge. I really appreciate it. And some good uh, math there, too. Basic math that we need to remember. Mark Item, nice to see you. Thank you very much. Good stuff. Regional investment strategist at Charles Schwab. Thanks, Mark.